Hey everyone, Chris Joslin here, your host for this edition of The Chris Joslin Show. We are brought to you, as always, by iLoveLogistics.com, a source for your news, your information, whether you're inside or outside the transportation supply chain logistics industry, this is the site for you. Come join us, part of the community, share your opinions, share your pros and cons for what you hear and listen to and read. Some of the stuff's aggregated, some of it's curated, and some of it is proprietary, but all of it is for you. Today, we are also sponsored by Orion Solutions Group. Uh, One of the co-owners and founders of that group is joining us today to have a little bit of a chat about some of the interesting observations that he is seeing in the transportation world. Without any further ado, Mr. Dave Porter. something the other day and you got me thinking about it just now Dave that I think it's in Australia that some of the banks are now not going to give loans for something that's not electric I I think I had heard that Um, for maybe vehicles that aren't electric correct these are not not commercial vehicles but I'm pretty sure. So it's funny because I was, you know, I was railing with somebody the other day about, hey, why, you know, CARB is a great example. CARB has this, this 2010 and earlier engine delineation that's occurring at the beginning of next year. Right. Right. And, and I'm like, that's kind of an arbitrary thing. What does the age of the engine matter? What if they've, you know, not changed the engine out, but had some kind of thing that brings it under the emission standard necessary? Not too bad. That's the, the answer is too bad. Yeah. Do it anyway. You know, 2010. And then I thought, well, I, I guess the way you force these things to happen is you just tell people you're not going to get loans for things unless you do. Them. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And I, if I have any argument with a lot of this stuff that's going on, it's, it's the force to nature of it instead of the uh, ability to allow things to happen in a, Yeah, I think that's the beautiful thing with what we're seeing with uh, electric passenger vehicles, right? Is, uh, yeah, sure, there's some government incentives to buy one. You know, I mean, if you're thinking about buying a $70,000 car, $7,000 isn't going to make a big difference to you. It's better to have it than not have it. But that's not your primary decision criteria. But why are people buying them? The the price of gas, uh, lower maintenance, they're uh, mechanically better, fewer parts, uh, faster. And so it's a consumer choice. The reason it's being chosen is that it's just obviously beneficial and better to have, right? Nobody's making anybody have a Tesla, right? But if you live in California, I've literally been at four way stops where every car at the stop is a Tesla. Mm -hmm. And in my neighborhood, my next door neighbor, us, and the other one on the other side of me, we all have Teslas. And it's just because we love them. 
It's the superiority of the product that's driving the change. It's not the government. Well, but, but it's, but see, they've gotten to a point where a, a person like you and, and other people at that four-way stopper in your neighborhood um, are all the adopters of that technology. It probably because you don't care about that difference. You care about the things you mentioned and not that difference in the $7,000 because you were going to buy that car anyway. And, right. But the challenge now is, is when they implement something that says, okay, no, no more. In the next 10 years, every single car sold in this, this state is going to have to be that way. That's the challenge I've always had with a lot of these things. It's, it's mandate and edict versus, okay, convince. If you're going to sell me something, Dave, sell it to me. Don't yeah. say, I'm giving you one choice and only one choice. Yeah. That's not selling anything. Whether it's better you know? or you can afford it or right. whatever. And, now, yeah. but the, the the part about it is, though, no new cars will be sold after that date. You could still buy a used one. And well, know, there's always loopholes. I get it's it. It's going to be a long time to, to burn off all these cars and people are still buying them and they're making them and they will for a while yet. But, and, and um, you know, it's so funny, Dave, because, you know, I my family sitting back in little old Three Rivers, Michigan. I mean, my mom, dad had a Honda CVC. I mean, that thing got 35, 40 miles an hour back when I was a teenager. Right. And, I mean, nobody in Michigan had those damn cars except no, a few No, that's sacrilege. And that's uh, you're exactly. right. You're Motor City there. Yeah. Exactly. So so I, there is that aspect of it where uh, change is inevitable. I, I, I'm kind of a, a person that likes change. Um, yeah. I, I just, uh, I guess my big issue none of this will make it on the recording, by the way. I hope you know that. Oh, okay. Okay. The, yeah. the, the, you know, the, this is uh, my biggest issue is, is that when, when, when the um, options become demands, that's when I have my issue. And it's, it's just because I don't, I don't, I don't just don't do that to anybody else. So I, my, yeah, I mean, nobody likes being told what to do. Yeah. Um, and for know, the wrong the, reasons. The, the, the other thing that I think is such an obvious problem that we have to solve is energy, right? Just just energy, and we have rooftops everywhere, man. Shouldn't it be, if you're going to make a some edict, every house should have solar on it. I mean, you it's know what's just... A, you know what's amazing here in Arizona? What? Not even near the amount as California. I, when I, I, I expected when I came out here that it was going to be everywhere. Now, my house has it. Yeah. But, and I haven't looked at the detail of it, but it looks to me like the incentives as an individual home buyer is much, much less in Arizona to have them on your roof than it is. There's well, there, it, it, here, there's no true up. Yeah. Every single well, month. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. The way they do the electric bills, probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's probably, that's probably part of it. But in terms of actual financial incentives to get into solar, because I, I have solar panels now, and now that I've got an electric car, I have electric water heater, I've got a big pool, all this other stuff, and the rates have gone up. And so mm -hmm. where I had just a very minimal sub $100 bill, I'm back up to a $250 monthly bill now, right? I'm like, wow, I need to add some solar panels. Well, in the last 11 years, the technology has gotten so much better. So much, it's, twice as good now literally that's mm -hmm. like the number it's twice as good now you can see what the output is now i'm like all right and so the other thing i like are these solar batteries right i like the idea because 
if the if the grid goes down, they do a brownout out here, or whatever. I can't even use my own solar power. They shut it down because they're afraid of you feeding it back into the power lines. Exactly. They're working on the lines and zapping somebody. So if I had a battery, uh, they'll allow you to have a self-contained system. And so if the sun's shining, I've got power, then I've got my battery and I'm good at night, you know. And usually these brownouts only go for a couple hours or something like that. It's not like you're out for days. So yeah, we have that one be- three years or like th- that was three days. That was the biggest one. I Highly unusual. Yeah. Once in my whole life, right? Right. Uh, right. That 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 would happen, you know. So um, I, I had my meeting this morning with some guy, and he's supposed to come back to me today with a bunch of options. But yeah, I'm thinking about getting whether it's a Tesla battery or one of those types of batteries, and some more solar panels, and. I think that would be very, very well worth it. Now, the the only I know when I looked into that because I've had solar panels for I don't know since 2010, I guess something like that on my house. So I got mine, eleven. Yeah, yeah. So in it, and I did the ROI before I did it. I was like, my bill is X. This is what, and of course, it took about three years, I think, before the price of the energy went up high enough to kind of overcome what my, you know. Of course, we have too many refrigerators, so that's beside the point. <laughs> but but, but the, the other part is yeah, is, is you 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 know when if you if you're not you already have a, a Tesla, but if you're if you don't have all that, and then you go to start plugging your car your new Tesla into your home battery, you're going to end up in a higher tier, which is oh, yeah. a more expensive per kilowatt hour tier as well on top of everything else. So it's unlike going to the gas station where you're paying exactly the same no matter who you are to get your gallon of gas. It's so it's, yeah. Well, you remember, I I expect, because you were on the San Diego one. SDG&E, yeah. So I'm SCE and they have the time of use rating system. And so after uh, 9 or 10 p.m., I pay much, much less. And so the Tesla's programmed to only charge at that time. And that's good for the grid, too, because power use is down in the middle of the night. That's when they want you to charge your cars. But, you know, the way money is thrown around by the government and all these different, I mean, why can't they make solar just so compelling that everybody wants it on their roof and we could generate all this power? I mean, it's just, and it wouldn't be in anybody's way. It's no carbon footprint. I mean, well, I think the, the, the solar... I, I am not a fan of these giant windmills. I, I just no, do not. No, me either. And, I, I, it, and it's an aesthetic thing for me, primarily. I yep. don't really know the, you know, the ratios of energy produced or any of that. But offshore wind is interesting to me in certain areas. Yeah. But, but the the fact that we entirely ignore nuclear is oh, unconscionable. That's how that's the big win right there. And I know there's some technological advances that are happening with micronuclear and and other things that they're doing. But yeah, you know, and every once in a while, you'll have a Chernobyl through Mile Island or um, the issue we had in Japan. Mm -hmm. Um, And God knows what might happen in the Ukraine now with what's going on over there. And then it scares everybody away from you know, most of this nuclear that's out there is based on design and engineering created in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And here we are 70 years later with much better technology, much safer. And that should be that. That's the answer. That it is really should. But the again, those are those are 
political policy issues. Yep. A lot of them. They just are. They get yeah. bogged down and for years and years and expenses and this and that. And, and it, it's it's challenging to me. And and then uh, it, it's there is no rhyme or reason for a lot of that stuff. And things get polarized. And I, there, the the political. Um, I don't know uh, the there, there's just always a filter that has politics over the top of it that just drives me absolutely insane because I get angry and I get happy about different things on all sides of the fence. And I'm happy enough to talk to anybody about any of those things because I don't hate or love anybody because of one thing or another. Right. But it's just gotten so bad. It's just gotten so bad. Yeah. Every single thing has it. Just no, the politics are, are absurd. And then the other issue is, is lobbying. I mean, we were talking about Tesla. You've got the entrenched old interest, you know, whether it's that you have to sell through a dealership or, you know, whether there or not there should be incentives uh, and any of a number of issues, uh, whether you're unionized or not as a plant. Somehow yeah. that makes a difference, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I get really frustrated yeah. by that because it violates all common sense. But what I try to do is think, you know, what can I do? Right. And so I can buy solar. I can have a battery. And then the other big issue here in California and also Arizona is water. Right. Oh, huge. I've got, think about how ridiculous it is that I water a giant yard and then pay some gardener to cut everything down each week and put it in bags and take it somewhere and throw it in a, a, a well, landfill. See, you know? see, I've got, I've got a, a little drip system on a bunch of stuff, but I, I haven't done with the front yard yet, but I, th there's a little patch in back that I entirely replaced with some, some fakey stuff, you know? Uh, so you went with like the awesome. fake turf, the fake yeah. turf or yeah. yeah. Now for and the most part, I don't have any. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, I don't have any need for turf and I'd rather be a, I'm in the desert, so I don't care if a few cactus are sticking up. It doesn't bother right. me. As a matter of fact, the last couple of houses have been like that and I, I kind of like it. And believe me, not yeah. getting out a lawnmower is a blessing, but, uh, but I think you're right. I think in that, you know, that's gotta be, in my opinion, the water issue should be in bigger focus than almost anything else we've talked about. It's, yeah, it, and, take a and look most at Lake of it's Mead used sometime, to water you know? grass. You know, it's used to water grass, and it's mm -hmm. like you know, we got to come up with some other concept of of you know covering your yard with green stuff, right? I mean, there's like succulent type things that you could probably just squirt with a hose once a week for ten minutes and and be done with it. Um, so that's what I'm going through right now in my mind. Like I've got like two goals. Today's my birthday. Oh shit. No, it's not the seventh. The it seventh is. isn't. I thought your birthday was at the end of the month. Why do I think yeah. that? Well, happy I, birthday, I man. What are you, uh, 58 now, right? 59, 59. Yeah. I thought I'd give you a year. You'll be 59 Chris. coming up here. Yes, I will. Too. Yeah. Yes, I will. But I was thinking, you know, it's a time to reflect. Okay, what do I want to do over the next year? You know, that's what I do. And then I'm, I was thinking, you know what? I really, I want to get this energy thing handled and I want to get the water thing handled in my own little realm, you know? And so that's kind of my goal over the next year to get that taken care of. Yeah. I, I think the biggest challenge with what you're talking about though, is that you're, you're not, you're just not the norm, Dave. I know. Not the, I know. And, and, and what I mean by that is not the desire to go electric or to 
save on water or electric. That's oh, not what I'm talking money. about. What I'm talking. Yeah. Well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking. I know plenty of people with plenty of money that are just adamant that they just don't want to spend all their money, be forced to spend a certain portion of their money on somebody else that isn't willing to do the, do the work. That's, yeah. that's the, because ultimately, right. I mean, Hey, we all are living together in a society. There has got to be some give and take. Everybody should yeah. know that if they don't, yeah. but it feels like, it feels like if for the general person, they are being told not only what they must do, but they must do it for themselves and they must contribute to making sure their neighbor does it too. Yeah. And I don't mean their neighborhood. I mean, their neighbor in the state or the yeah. country or whatever. So I, I think I just, I, I've got this, I think it's just going to continue to be polarized for the next half dozen years or more. It, it worse than it's ever been. I hate to say that, but I just, I feel like oh, it's there. It, it is. And, and they, um, the media, politicians, corporate interests um, have really tapped into the number one motivator of humankind, and that is fear. And they are feeding on people's fears to drive them in the direction or to keep them in power or whatever it is. But, you know, in terms of our own little world, you know, I get a lot of satisfaction from the idea that I've got solar and I'm putting it in my car. I don't create any carbon footprint. I don't pay for gasoline. It's not hurting anybody. And I also have the best freaking car. I mean, it's it's a wonderful solution. And I feel like, hey, and I think that's the ticket. And so I'm thinking about that with my yard now. And I'm like, you know, how can I come up with something that... Um, well, I'll, and so I'll, I'll, I, tell you. I'll, I'll tell you what you should look into is and they out here they sell them all over the place but you can buy these big i don't know what the the type of plastic it is they use but there there's various sizes of these um bins these water bins and you know you you get several people will hook several of them to downspouts they will uh -huh. get them in some area where there's a condensation that occurs they'll make sure that the bottom of the hills to catch runoff and then there's a some kind of filtration system, usually gravel or something, and they'll use that water from a gravity-fed system for if for a drip system for their yeah you know not for their lawn that, for their desert landscape yeah that's the ultimate there yeah. yeah so I'll use some water but if I could cut my water use down uh, by like seventy five percent that that's kind of what I would like to do seventy five percent yeah that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got a big yard. Good. I've got 16 yeah. stations. Each station probably has 10 sprinklers on it. So wow. whatever that is, you know, 160, you know, whatever. Close, close estimate there. But there's a lot of opportunity there. And, you know, my bill, some a lot of in the summer, over 500 bucks, you know. Wow. So, oh, yeah. Man, you might have a leak. All the time. That seems all huge. The, yeah, all the time. Jesus, I don't. I mean, that house we had at Northview, I don't think we were ever over two. Oh, 200. man. Yeah, yeah. And, it's a lot. Now, hmm. I'll get it down to 150 in the winter, but, hmm. yeah, 500 bucks. Like That's got to be the pool, right? Uh, the pool's a little bit, uh, and in the hot months, we lose, you know, to evaporation, and I have to run some in there every day. It's not an automatic thing, but mm -hmm. it's mainly the yard. You know, we've got a hmm. big lawn in the front. 
decent size, excuse me, in the back, decent size in the front. We have to maintain that slope behind our house and it goes up. Oh like yeah. That's right. Yards. Um, a lot of fruit trees. So I don't know. So I don't know. There's a way to do it. And I, and I think that's a, you know, all these problems are business opportunities, right? I mean, there's no shortage of people that want to sell you solar. So that one's been kind of figured out. Now, how do you right. do it in a way that's like where people feel like they're getting the best deal and mm -hmm. they, they know it's a smart decision? But figuring out this lawn thing, I think, would be like a great service. And um, and I bet you you could have a payback. Like, think about me. If I could get my bill down to, say, 150 bucks a month um, and, and probably my average through the years, 350 Right. Mm -hmm. So two hundred twenty four hundred dollars a year. You know, I should I could probably do a lot of stuff and have like a five, six year payback and then make it look beautiful. I bet mm -hmm. you I could. Well, but it's I know a we did project. A big, yeah. It's so that's kind of something I'm thinking about that I want to do over the next year. So, you know. know, I think ultimately the point I take from that is you got to kind of do what you can do for yourself and your family. Right. Yeah. If you want to, if, and if, if everybody took a few minutes to save 10% on whatever that is there, oh, you know, yeah. the whole, the, a lot of these challenges would go away entirely anyway. And that is yeah. the truth. Well, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in for this edition of the Chris Joslin Show. I am your host once again, welcoming you to our platform, ilovelogistics.com. Be a part of the community, share your feedback, get yourself an email that comes to you right in your inbox daily to give you the highlights of all the important elements in the supply chain, transportation, logistics industry today. And we look forward to uh, having you push the button of, I'm not sure which direction it is, but there's a picture of my mug right there, and you can click on that and be a subscriber. Go to Apple Podcasts, go to any one of the platforms that you're interested in see us on tiktok and instagram etc come follow us come be part of the community and we'll see you next time on, on another edition of the chris joslin show